Coming up on Inside Baylor Sports. The Lady Bears begin their quest for back-to-back NCAA tournament titles. While the Baylor men look to make a run to the Big Apple as the Bears open the NIT. Plus, conference play kicks off on the diamond for Baylor softball and baseball. And Baylor football hosted its annual Pro Day. These stories and more right now on Inside Baylor Sports. Inside Baylor Sports is presented by the Baylor Graduate School and brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, save huge on a new 2012 Tundra during Toyota's nationwide clearance event. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School. Discover, learn, make a difference. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this live edition of Inside Baylor Sports. John Morris alongside Lori Fogelman. We are outside the Farrell Center, site of NCAA women's basketball action this week. In fact, the Lady Bears, the first two rounds right here in the Farrell Center. The Lady Bears, the number one overall seed in the NCAA women's tournament. Baylor hosting Princeton, Prairie View, and also Florida State here in the Waco Regional. And it all started tonight against the Prairie View A&M Lady Panthers. Let's take a look at the highlights from tonight. Baylor head coach Kim Mulkey entering the Farrell Center, fist pumping tonight. And Baylor wastes no time getting on the scoreboard. Odyssey Sims to Brittany Griner, 2-0 Lady Bears. Odyssey now on the move, hits the baseline floater, 13-6 Baylor. Sims again with the assist, one of 10 tonight for that young lady, this time to Destiny Williams. Plenty of time to think about that 18-footer. Baylor up 15-6. But Baylor knows its defense that wins championships. Baylor with a steal in this layup by Alexis Prince. Baylor up at the half by 20, 42-22. Second half now, Sims into Griner for the one-handed jam. Her 15th career dunk and third in NCAA playoffs. A nice look again at that dunk from Brittany Griner. And then an amazing play by Sims. Gets the steal, loses the ball. No look save to Brooklyn Pope. Pope looks inside, finds Sims for the finish. Lady Bears advance now 82 to 40. 33 points on the night for Brittany Griner. I just wanted us to play good. I wanted Brittany to, as I always do, to have a presence in the paint. Everything we do goes through Brittany. I didn't think she was going to catch it because I threw it kind of a little, I overthrew it. But I didn't, I didn't think she was going to dunk it. Uh, it surprised me, but yeah, it's always great to see her when she dunked. And the Lady Bears will face Florida State back here in the Farrell Center. Tip time is at 8.30, so we hope to fill this place up 9,500 here tonight for Baylor and Prairie View. It was a great crowd. It got really loud after Brittany's <laughs> dunk this evening and a great win for the Lady Bears. We look forward to uh, the next game on Tuesday. There's a lot of March Madness here in Waco and here at the Farrell Center. The Baylor men deep into the NIT. They were hoping to recreate that magic of the 2019 that went all the way to the finals at Madison Square Garden in New York of the National Invitation Tournament. Opening this year's tournament with a home game, in fact, two of them, it began Wednesday night hosting the 49ers of Long Beach State. Playing in the postseason seemed to put a pep in Baylor's step. Drives in an acrobatic move to lay it in, driving in from the left wing. We know this is uh, not the tournament that, you know, 
was our goal at the beginning of the year, but now it's our goal to win this tournament, so that's what we're focused to do. I thought defensively, rebounding, taking care of the ball, sharing the ball, I mean, it was it was really nice to see, and I know the fans that were here really uh, uh, gave us good energy and had a lot to cheer for. Against the 49ers of Long Beach State, the Bears played lights out in the paint. Jackson, the alley-oop, and Corey Jefferson. Oh, he tore the rim down. And beyond the arc. On the curl, three, yes! by Brady Heslop. Led by Brady Heslop's eight threes, Baylor shot an overwhelming 69.7% from deep. I felt like I had to find him early. He had his first shot, and uh, I knew it was going to be a good game for him after that. It always feels good when I play like that. And, um, you know, that's what I try to do every night, but this, uh, this season has been a little bit up and down for me, so it feels good to do this in the postseason. Six other Bears recorded double-digit scoring as Baylor defeated the Beach 112-66 to and advanced to play Arizona State Friday night. And the Bears kept the offense rolling against the Sun Devils. Corey Jefferson got a couple of early buckets, and then the threes began to rain down as Baylor built a nine-point lead. 11 Bears lead. Has slipped a three from the left side. I think when this team knows it's do or die, you know, we go to another gear. And, um... We showed it tonight. But ASU responded with four straight threes to take a 23-20 lead. Then, just before the break, Pierre Jackson took over, scoring seven quick points in less than a minute. Sometimes I settle, you know, for jumpers, you know. If I see over my opportunity, I let it go. And uh, unfortunately, they weren't falling. So I, I got to the rim a couple times, you know, and I was able to finish. But Baylor still trailed 31-29 at the half. Fueled by a loud and proud home crowd, the Bears quickly went up by six early in the second half on Jackson's alley-oop to Jefferson. Pierre Jackson to Corey Jefferson for the slam. Basketball isn't game of run, so we know just to keep our composure and just keep playing, playing our Baylor basketball. The second half was a, a back-and-forth game, and we did a great job at the end pulling away and giving us a cushion to get it home. Baylor was able to hold on down the stretch thanks to some clutch free-throw shooting by Jackson. He was 17 of 21 from the line for a game-high 26 points. He also added 16 assists. You, you have seniors out there that don't want to go home, and uh, they don't want this to be their last game. Next up, the Baylor men get another home game. It is coming up Wednesday night, a quarterfinal game in the NIT. It will be against either Robert Morris or Providence. Those two play each other on Monday. The winner comes here for the NIT quarterfinal on Wednesday. And stay with us still to come. Some former Baylor football players strut their stuff for the NFL scouts at Baylor's annual pro day. And Baylor softball opens Big 12 play against conference rival Texas. Inside Baylor Sports will be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Baylor Sports, live outside the Farrell Center. Some former Baylor football players tried to impress some NFL pro scouts and also coaches during Baylor's annual pro day this past week. It was a big day. Wide receivers Terrence Williams and Lanier Sampson headed a talented group of Baylor players auditioning for the next level. Here now is an inside look at Baylor's pro day.
I was really impressed with the way everybody came out working. Very well organized by Kaz, you know, and, you know, big day for Baylor football, no doubt. I had a great workout, and I think I proved some people wrong that I can run routes. And um, that's uh, that was just the biggest thing for me to finally do that. And um, I think I, I did a great job in doing it. Terrence uh, Williams has just been unbelievable by his, by his attitude and his practice effort. And the thing I've always thought as a coach is, you know, when you evaluate somebody, you evaluate them on practice. That's a great thing about Terrence. He's been a great practice player all the way through. And it's paid off for him. Hopefully he'll get his picture up on the wall in here like these other first-rounders. I feel like it was very important for me to come out here and, uh, you know, do good for the scouts. I think they had me in a 4-3, 3 3-5, I think. It was, it was quite a bit better than where I wanted to come by. So I felt like I accomplished that, you know, that goal. I mean, I feel like it wasn't no ring for me because I wanted to come by and it was like everybody was there. But uh, as far as like the other guys that's, uh, that's doing pro day, it's just pro day by itself, I felt like it was good for them. Been waiting for this day basically a long, long time, a lot of training and stuff, and I'm I'm, I'm good with the results I had. Yeah, I think I, um, I, I was up to part today. I mean, I think I, some spots could have been better, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy overall with what I've done. I feel good about it. I feel like it was a great day, not only for me, but for everybody on the team. Receivers, uh, quarterback, even though Nick's not doing anything, but I think for him coming out throwing with us, running back with Salubi, um, center with Ivory, and uh, even the DBs. So it was, I felt like overall it was a great day. You know, there's a chance that we'll have, you know, hopefully three or four, maybe maybe more drafted this year, where last year I think we had maybe five. So, you know, there's an opportunity for a lot of these guys to get picked up and get drafted in April. Great to see those guys. Great day. They put on quite a show. Baylor hoping to have a first-round draftee for the third consecutive year. The NFL draft is coming up April 25th through the 27th. All right, good luck to those Bears. And coming up next on Inside Baylor Sports, Baylor softball tangles with Texas as conference play begins. Inside Baylor Sports, we'll be right back. Welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports. We're coming to you from outside the Farrell Center this evening. And just across the way, there were some big games on the diamond this week. Yeah, number 17, Baylor, and number 9, Texas, as those teams opened up Big 12 play really across the way at Getterman Stadium before a record-setting crowd. Before the game, Baylor Athletic Director Ian McCaw presented head coach Glenn Moore with an award commemorating his 500th career win with the Lady Bears. After that, it was down to business as two of the best in the Big 12 went head-to-head -head in the circle. Baylor's Whitney Canyon and Texas's Blair Luna were nearly untouchable throughout most of the game. Each pitcher racked up 14 strikeouts. You know, two great pitchers just waiting for somebody to score them a run. Both pitchers made the other offense look really bad all uh, day long. And my arm felt good. My body did. Felt like I was throwing the ball hard and um, just kept mixing it up. I think I was very unpredictable unpredictable today, and I think that's what um, made me successful. With no score in the third, Texas looked to plate the first run of the game, but the Lady Bears, Lindsey Hayes, gunned down that chance. Knowing they're going to you know, be aggressive there early and go home, so I thought that was very good that she came up throwing and Claire held onto the ball. The game was scoreless after seven, so the pitching duel continued into extra innings, and in the bottom of the ninth, the Longhorns knocked in the first run of the game. Texas played it four in the ninth, and the Lady Bears dropped game one for nothing. This happened for them and happened with a short game, uh, which they are uh, probably a little better at than we are at this point in time. The series shifted to Austin on Sunday, and again, the Lady Bears fell short to the Longhorns as Texas sweeps the series.
Moving on, Baylor baseball also opening Big 12 conference play this weekend in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. But before we get to that, the Bears with a game Tuesday night at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Bearcats of Sam Houston State. 99th all-time meeting between Baylor and Sam Houston State. The Bears won both games last year against the Bearcats. Sam Houston State jumped out to an early two-run lead before the Bears answered with a Steve Dalporto RBI ground out in the bottom of the first. Baylor then tied the game at two after Lawton Langford sack fly in the third. Luchek, he'll make the catch, tag it as Miller. He's on his way to the plate, and he'll score. But the Bearcats would play to pair in the fifth to retake the lead as Baylor falls short 4-2 to two the final. They didn't beat themselves, and, and he was good enough on the mound to, to sort of neutralize us offensively. Uh, we were sloppy enough early on the mound, you know, to just give them enough to get by with. The Bears then traveled to Stillwater for a weekend showdown with the 20th-ranked Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Game one started out as a pitcher's duel before the Cowboys broke through with three runs in the sixth inning en route to a 5-0 victory. The Bears would respond in game two on Saturday. Cal Tui's two-run single in the sixth gave Baylor a 2-1 to lead. The game would eventually be tied at three after nine innings of play. Baylor's Logan Brown finally broke that tie with an RBI double in the top of the 12th as the Bears went on to win game two, 5-3. to Great extra inning win by the Bears on Saturday. Now the Sunday game was canceled. They actually had snow on the ground in Stillwater. So game three of the series wiped out. Baylor home this weekend hosting Kansas State in a Big 12 series at Baylor Ballpark. And stay with us when we come back. Baylor track and field hosting an outdoor meet at the Hart Patterson track and field complex. But first, here is our Time Warner Cable call of the week. Hello. Could get another Baylor player double figures. Whoa! Welcome back, everyone. Live, the Inside Baylor Sports Edition coming to you live from the Farrell Center. And the Baylor track and field teams, the outdoor squads, hosted the Baylor Quad Invitational on Friday. In fact, it's the first of three outdoor meets hosted by Baylor this year. There's the Michael Johnson Classic coming up on April 20th. Then Baylor hosts the Big 12 Outdoor Meet in early May. Here now is a recap of the action from Friday at the Hart Patterson Track and Field Complex. Skylar White is trying to make the most of her senior year at Baylor. I am just striving to win and hopefully PR as much as possible and like get as many points for my team as possible this year. Just getting that last little little go in, little run, taking my little victory lap. White added two more victories to her resume as she won the women's discus and shot put at the Baylor Quad Invitational Friday afternoon. We're going to miss Kyler. She's a senior, so it's just been nice to, you know, have her around for four years, and she just, uh, she always does it, you know, just meet in and meet out. The Bears and Lady Bears won a total of 19 events in the first of three home meets this year. We had a lot of good, but we still got some that we got to elevate, you know, and when you keep having kids elevate or athletes elevate some of the other ones will you know they'll catch on and that's we had a lot that stepped up today so hopefully we'll put it all together at the big 12 meet that's what our goal is this year felix obi not only claimed the best jump in the men's triple jump but he also broke the school record with a mark of 50 feet nine and a quarter inches for complete results of the meet visit baylorbears.com
It was also a very busy week for Baylor tennis. The men hosting a pair of matches while the women welcomed Miami to Waco. Here now is a look back at all the action. The 29th ranked Baylor men opened a four-match homestand on Thursday against Louisiana Lafayette. The Bears got off to a quick start in doubles. Patrick Perdella and Julian Lenz clinched the doubles point with an 8-4 win on court three. Baylor kept it going with a clean sweep in singles for a 7-love victory over the Ragin' Cajuns. The Bears stayed on the winning track Friday with a convincing 6-1 win over Wichita State. Baylor cruised through doubles and continued to dominate in singles. Tony Lupieri clinched the match-winning point on court four with a 6-love, six 6-2 six win. You know, doubles was certainly great, and uh, I think, uh, you know, after the first sets and halfway through the second, I thought it was a really good day. We kind of lost our momentum and our focus uh, down the stretch and didn't finish as well as we would have liked. But, uh, you know, a lot of guys got some wins, and I thought it was a positive day. The week on the tennis courts wrapped up with the 29th-ranked Lady Bears against number 10 Miami on Saturday. After dropping the doubles point, Baylor tried to battle back in singles. Emma Burgich gave the Lady Bears their first point of the match with a 6-2, 6-4 victory on court one. But Miami would clinch the match shortly after that on court four as the Lady Bears lost 4-3. Time now for your Toyota look ahead to the upcoming week in Baylor Athletics. On Tuesday, baseball is in San Antonio while the Baylor women's basketball team hosts second round action of the NCAA tournament. Then on Wednesday, men's basketball will host the NIT quarterfinal and the Texas relays begin in Austin. Due to the Easter weekend, baseball begins its weekend series with Kansas State on Thursday, while men's tennis hosts Memphis. Friday begins with a softball doubleheader against Iowa State, and Equestrian opens the Big 12 championships in Stillwater, Oklahoma. The week ends with baseball and softball series finals on Saturday. And hard to believe, but that is our time for this week's show. We appreciate you being with us. And we thank you very much for joining us for Inside Baylor Sports. And we'll see you for more next week. Inside Baylor Sports, presented by the Baylor Graduate School, has been brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, save huge on a new 2012 Tundra during Toyota's nationwide clearance event. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School, discover, learn, make a difference.